Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Another day in paradise. It's Moshe Kasher. And I'm Natasha Legero. We've got a very special guest. Uh, I mean, he's got a lot of Hollywood credits, but the biggest credit I wanted to mention is that his kid plays soccer with ours. Yeah, we're on, we're on the same child. We're soccer parents. It's together. pretty exciting. It's Anders Holm, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? So good to be here. Nice to have you. Um, we're trying to excite all the young people who listen to our podcast. The let- youngsters. Because <laughs> they, they play soccer too. That's right, how young yeah. they are. They're in a junior league of soccer. They're like, dude, football CTE can't do it. Soccer. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if you noticed this today, but my daughter, I didn't say anything at the park, but uh, my kid did push your kid over. She I did? Didn't, I didn't see. She also took my hat, so... She was bullying quite yeah, a bit Yeah, what's today. up with that? What's happening at home? I didn't... Well, we're trying to teach her that she doesn't need to um, be dominated by the patriarchy. So when she sees a man, a great way to emasculate that man is to grab their hat. I approve. And say, nice hat. <laughs> I love it. I and, hate when and people... say, nice hat? <laughs> yeah, say, nice hat. Or say, my hat. Yeah, it's like, nice hat. Can I can I try that on? Right. Did you ever get go through any... Where'd you grow up? Evanston, Illinois. So, no. Okay, yeah. I used to have people always say, like, nice hat to me and grab it. It was like a... Or a nice bike. Can I take it for a spin? Yeah. And then you would lose your bike. You didn't, you didn't go to my high school then? No. No. What was your high school like? Like that. Oh, it was like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, let me take your bike for a ride. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but see, I did. Yeah. I let them take my bike for a ride because yeah. I was so scared. Yeah. And then I didn't have a bike. Yeah. I truly got a bike stolen that way. I knew I was in the interaction. I was in the exchange right. knowing I, and it was the f- the first weekend I had the bike. My parents bought me a brand new <laughs> specialized rock hopper. Okay. O- official. That's, yeah. a, that's not even a hard rock. That's a rock hopper. The next level. Maybe it was a hard rock. Below stump jumper. I know, it might have been for everybody out there who knows their specialized bicycles from the early 90s but was this middle school then it was middle school and then yeah. in high school you're like hey i smoke weed or whatever and they go i have your bike still I, no that literally happened <laughs> right because this is what's crazy i knew the guy that took it right and i already smoked weed at the time and okay. it was like a he was a part of my like loose knit criminal um, association yeah. group and it was like two o'clock in the morning and I was riding back and he stopped me. He's like, hey, man, some bullshit story. Can right. I just grab your bike and I'll be right back? And I stood on that. The moment I gave him the bike, I'm like, my bike is gone. Right. But I stood on that corner for like two hours waiting for the bike to come back and it never came back. And then years later, my buddy, who was like a, a close friend of mine, right. was like, oh, yeah, he rode it to my house and exchanged it for like four grams of weed. And right. I kept it. That I, that night? Yeah. My, wow. And, and, that's my friend. He was right. my friend. Where were your parents right. during this, like, you standing out on the street corner for two hours? They was they was sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Anders, you have three children. Yeah. Do you, do you, would you let your oldest son stand out on a street corner waiting late at night? Like, are you? What? What? what, what <laughs> yeah. Who's that's, like, yeah. That's a trick question. Well, <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'll say. I will say, like, I don't want to helicopter parent at all, except now the standard of parenting is that you're bad if you let your kid walk to school or whatever. Right. You can get people have been arrested for such. It's crazy. In Chicago, I think a mom let her 10 year old son walk back from school and she got arrested for that for like neglect. Arrested. Wait, hold on. So 
Really? That's what's happening? Would you let your kid walk to school by themselves? For sure. It would be amazing. I would love no more than to just send my kid out the door and be like, go ahead. And you're not allowed to do that? What if it's a block away? I I think people don't do that anymore, really. They don't. Would you let your kid join a street gang, like a minor street gang? (laughs) Um... He's for brotherhood. It, look, it, look, if he has to, yeah. d- does he have to get jumped in or jumped out? Um, it's blood in, blood out. So he has to kill to get in and he's killed if he ever leaves. <laughs> then no, nah, I got to say, but if it's jump in, jump out situation, <laughs> for sure. There was a gang. My my the gang that I joined when I was a kid, it was this like pathetic group of white boys that were like emulating real gangs. Right. And I they kept putting me through initiation rituals. <laughs> And not letting me in afterwards. Right. It went on and on and on. This like is I, like a uh, the bike gets stolen. Oh, I was, the initiation's how did never you get ending. A wife? What do you mean? I grew up, but it's oh everything. I, I'm exactly what you think. I was exactly what you think. Just like the the like trying to be something I'm not. White right. boy. Did Ooh. you DJ like at a young age? Did you had the turntables first? Interesting. I, you say that because he's actually thinking of getting into DJing now. Now is fine, but if like no, I, I DJ when I was young, but this was not when I was in my criminal element. This was that was uh, when I was like a, a street youth. I no, I wasn't. Yeah. A DJ. Oh, that would have been way more artistic and cool than the people I was hanging around. I always felt like the kid who was like, I got turntables. It was like a real like, <laughs> all right. That was definitely Moshe. There's no way it wasn't. No, I, that isn't what happened. Because like then they like had to be at the party because you're like, all right, well, you, you DJ the parties. I mean, I no, I was, I was, I, I, the, nobody was artistic. We were graffiti writers. That's what that, that that's was. That's what we were. Yeah. We, we were WTA, Whack Tigers Anonymous. We were U, uh, UCF, uh, unconvicted felons. This is getting too real. Yeah, it's Wait, way too real. Anders, is this real for you? Yeah. What was the name of the crew? Whack Tigers Anonymous. <laughs> oh, wow. So you guys were self effacing. Yes. That's and the, cool. Because the whole thing was like, uh, there were definitely like legit graffiti writers at our high school who really gave a fuck, went bombing and like all that. But then we were like, well, we're not really that good at it. And then slowly but surely, they were like, hey, could we be part of Whack Taggers? And then they would come in with like a bad graffiti name. We all had bad graffiti names. Oh, that's what was yours? Uh, I had two. I started off with Shell Shock. Uh-huh. And then it became... <laughs> it's a Ninja Turtle, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then it was Shamrocks and Shenanigans. And the <laughs> well, joke is so that... That's so long. It, exactly. That's the joke is that like I never finished... You're uh, in the cop car on the second S. Right. Wait, right. Did, did you get arrested before? Not for that, no. No, but I mean, for not for graffiti ever? No. Oh, interesting. No. I, speaking of two S's, and we, I want to know your arrest story. So we had UCF, unconvicted felons. Right. And then we had something, uh, IA, which was called illegal art. Oh, and my then God. they wanted to start, it was all the same people, by yeah. the way. I don't yeah, know why yeah. we were doing multiples, but they wanted to start, my friends wanted to start a third, which was simply saucy. <laughs> and I had to stop them and go, hey, guys, we can't go around Oakland writing SS on right. every wall. That's rough. I was like, I was the one Jewish kid. So right. I was like, you know, SS actually has like kind of a, a deeper double entendre. And, and they were like, give me your bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And both of you boys felt like it was okay to deface property. Oh, what what a Karen yeah. over here. Well, I'm just curious, like a beautiful building, your mom or dad never told you like, that would be bad to write on that. It was mostly on the L, like where it was already going down anyway. Okay. And then there were per- permission walls around town. And also, I think, Anders, you'll back me up on this. Graffiti writers have a great respect for um, fine architecture. So if we'll see a, if we'll see like a, a historic building, you know, the other the fellows will say, no, 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 not not on the the, the, the Decatur mansion. Let us move to the next. You, the changing table right. at the gas station. <laughs> no, you can tell. No. You go over like corporate shit. Yeah, you didn't care for that. All right. The, I, the rules I remember from graffiti were no 
personal houses and no trees. Yeah, I hate when they do the trees. Wow. That was what I remember. I mean, That's I, some Bay Area shit, maybe. Yeah, some maybe. Shit. But, like, I mean, you just wouldn't write on trees anyway, or tag on trees. People do it here. Yeah, I've do seen they? it. Yeah, yeah but it's it. different. Like, on a palm tree, <laughs> back home, it's, like, barky, whereas a palm tree is smooth. Um, How would you feel if your son... Um, well, are you just here to lecture us? <laughs> I'm curious. It, look, if he ends up, like, my homies, who are now, like, clothing designers and still fine artists that, like, work, yeah. and that's their thing, awesome. Right. I feel like you had a similar childhood to me, but on a in a nicer... Uh, like, you're, the people were smarter. This is what I'm getting from you. You're like, when well, the so, fellas to buy turntables and then you turn into a fashion designer, like everybody I know is just went to jail and that was an air conditioning repairman. I will say this. There was a bifurcation mm-hmm. my freshman year in high school where uh, everyone who did a bunch of acid either dropped out or went to the fourth floor of the high school. Mm-hmm. What was that? It was behavior disability. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I was up in that fourth floor, uh, the spiritual fourth floor. Yes. And then, or you had a, th- like you, or you got sent to a different school, uh, like an art school or like a prep school for, and then I just, I swam my way back to society. Literally. Literally. Like I was like, I can't really go bombing. I'm swimming. Right. And I wasn't great at graffiti either, but like, you, to, you replaced graffiti with swimming. I was doing both. Have you pitched then, this as a screenplay? No, but dude, every white swimming kid from my, my way out or something like that. Every white kid from my high school has written their graffiti screenplay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I gotta like, I'm, I'm gonna be again. I'm gonna be like all these dudes who I don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you run into them now, and it's like awesome. That's I, I like that anyone made it. No, pretty much nobody I know from that whole group made it out. Everybody. I don't think anyone right. in my hometown made made anything. Where did themselves. you grow up, Natasha? From high school, from, from Rockford, my... Illinois. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Rockford, yeah. Rockford Rocks. Oh, I'm from Rockford, but it's not. But Evanston. But I, I always... don't say Rockford Rocks. <laughs> but no, no, no. That's, that was like the name of the like Rockford Rocks. Was... Like the Rockford High School. Like you guys were the Rocks. No, no, we were the Erabs. The E-Rabs? I think they might have changed it to rocks yes. at some point. I wonder why. Why would they change it from there's a racial the rock, slur? There's the Rock River. Wait, because we used to swim against them, and on the side oh, of the cap, it said rocks. Maybe that's it. I Wait, don't know. I what? wasn't. But she's also. I was on the swim team, too, but I was just on the East E-Rabs. Okay. <laughs> you were just okay. on the okay. on the Arab slur team. Wait, what but is I an thought- E-Rab? I wouldn't even say it. It says... You're right. You're right. They're going to cut this out and it's just going to be me. Okay. Just a tone. It stands for East, Red, and Black. Oh, it wasn't... No, but you would call them the E-Rabs and they created something. It looked... Oh, who drew that? They had a caricature? Who drew that? Your boys did. (laughs) For sure. The fellas you grew up with. They got contacts. He's got like a hat on. I don't know. (laughs) But I thought Evanston was nice. Evanston is nice. Evanston is, is very nice, but it is also this like socioeconomic science experiment where there are kids with everything and kids with nothing and everybody's mixed together uh, and but it's a suburb right yeah it's just on the Why north are you side to emasculate him? i'm not but i he's just didn't... Ca- he's hard this is fine uh it's just on the north side of the, of the city um so you can still kind of go to chicago easily i guess yeah so like my wife grew up on the border of the city and like when she would go for a run she'd go into the city but it's like um it's Rogers Park, which some people don't even consider the city. But there's you know. a good comedy club there. I forgot or a theater that we did. Where in in Rogers Park I or Evanston? So it was like right on the edge. Yeah, Rogers Park area. Union? No, I no. don't remember. All right. Now no. you've been with your wife since you were 16 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- full time? 
No, we had breakups in high school and then you I guys went, swam in different rivers for a while. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know how to get to it, but yes, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm a year older, so I went away to college, but then I ended up going to the same school that like all of her family went to. So she went there too. And then I moved out here and she was a year behind still. So we've had our breaks. Uh, what do you think about, we get a lot of calls from people that are in, um, in high, high school or, or in just in college, but they've been with their partner since high school. Like what are the positives and negatives of being with a person from that young? You got to take a break. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think you, you look, if you're, if you're, if an opportunity arises, like she was like, I'm going to go abroad. Like, and I was like, let's just not fake the funk and mm-hmm. be like waiting for that phone call from the other person where it's like, um, <laughs> you know, like just skip that. Oh, you mean there's, there's a naked person in the room and they're calling you crying. Something like that. Yeah, Something yeah. to that effect of like, so last night I got drunk or like, mm-hmm. um, like, Remember that girl, whatever, <laughs> like just avoid that and go, is, is, is this, if well, I'll see you on the other side, if it's meant to be. And then that kind of like helps reinforce it where it's like, yo, girls out there are crazy. And she's like, yeah. yeah, guys are assholes. And you go, yeah, cool. So, the, so how long have you been? That's for 20 years, more than 20 years. So long. So you're like, you know, each other's everything kind of a thing. Yeah. To the point where you're just like, um, there's there's almost no new discoveries. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a question because you're kind of a sage because this is very unique that this, you know, having been with someone for, since you were right. 16. Did the pandemic make it worse? Because I feel like <laughs> Moshe and I were doing so great Wait, in the pandemic. We don't, this isn't Look. something that we just bring up on a recording. <laughs> but I'm wondering if, if you felt it or, because then I also have people like our friends Jeremy and Miranda don't seem, the pandemic hasn't affected them at all because... I don't know. Um, I mean, first of all, I don't believe in the pandemic, but <laughs> of course, um, yeah. but, but you believe in that what there people was, call the pandemic. How did the pandemic affect your marriage? <laughs> I guess is what we're saying. How, how did according the, to plan, how uh, did the China virus affect your marriage? How did Fauci's grand master plan? Yep. 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 Um, it was so it just made it so much better because like we were really, right, oh, we yeah. give up. Fuck it. <laughs> You want to take over the podcast? Can like, you call your wife and see if she wants to do the podcast from we, now on? We had to like share an office. And so like we're just in a room all day together. And I'm like, let's just, let's just fuck real quick. Oh, a lot of sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just are like, we, you're around each other so much more. And it's like, this is great. Kids are somewhere with like the nanny or whatever. We had like a separate office area. So like it was just on. Um, it's a lot of sex. Like Donkey Kong? Yeah, I'm familiar with the term. Yeah, she's throwing <laughs> barrels at me. I'm like, I'm coming for And we know he's telling the truth because you, your wife just gave birth to another child. Oh, that, yeah, 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 so true. sex has happened. You guys haven't, can't as get my, enough of each as other. As my science teachers say, I've had sex three times. The, now, you... Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm not done with my thing. Oh, now. I'm sorry. I was just going to do a, a little riff. Okay, but you go know ahead, what? Go, let's, do, let's, stick, <laughs> let's get back to this. No riffs. Let's get back to you trying to figure out what's wrong with our marriage. No, no, no. I, I'm just very intrigued by that mm-hmm. because the pandemic made me so depressed. It didn't exactly make me horny. Like, you know, you read the news and then you're like, wanting to fuck. He already kinda. told you he doesn't believe in it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, look, uh, obviously it What's was... What's your secret? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, as far as like the pandemic being kind of freaky at first, for sure. I'm at Gelson's like holding my breath, wiping down groceries and all that. Um, she went with a scuba suit on. <laughs> So that she could do sustained shopping and interesting, breathing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And the flip and the flippers. 
Oh boy. So you like that because so you were a swimmer. Was that you walking backwards? <laughs> right. Tripping. For sure. For sure. Tripping is right. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was scary, but like, there's also that kind of like, if the world's going to end tomorrow, you let's know, fuck. To, to quote the kids, let's go. Yeah. Let's fuck right now. Well, you remember March, 2019 when all this started? Yes. That was the last time she and I made love. Oh. Yeah. It's been crazy. We right? sex a lot. I know a lot of couples who just did not have sex during the pandemic. The whole pandemic? Well, I just think it was like people got kind of depressed N- by it. Natasha yeah. was a little paranoid. So the, for the first three months, she did make us fucking a KN95 mask. Right, right, right. Right. I mean, Actually, I had to talk her into KN95. First right. it was N95 only, and it was, was kind of unethical to get those. I don't right. know if you remember that time. All right. Right, because well, they needed them on the front line. They needed them on the front line. So I'm like, <laughs> right. I, I, I need them on the bed line. And she wouldn't go there. So <laughs> finally, KN95 was an agreement that we came to as a couple. No, yeah. you know, I have a warm feeling in my heart when I think of early pandemic and <laughs> making dinner with you. We, we've had like 400 dinners together in yeah. a row. Yeah, it's wow. been great. Listen, it's been great. Yeah. Are you guys cooks? I am. That's, see, that's that right there is like the be- neither my wife and I, we don't cook at all. Oh, yeah. <sighs> and I, I feel like good people cook. Aren't you? Are you Swedish? Yeah, and Norwegian. Yeah. You don't have any like uh, Northern European specialties that well, you're. Well, what's the last? When, do you ever go to that one Norwegian restaurant? Yo, I know you're doing a bit right now, but actually, <laughs> there's a restaurant in San Francisco that was fine dining, uh, Norwegian fine dining. There's no and, way, and it was so good. It was so great. What, I gotta look it, it up. Meats and breads, basically. It, it was really Fish. good. They had a version of the IKEA meatball that, uh, but it was on a different, on a kind of a different level. A lot of lingon, lingon berries and things lingon like berries, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of Swedish. I'm Swedish too, and there's a lot yeah. of Swedish people in Illinois, in Rockford. Right. Like they all kind of emigrated there. I guess it's close to where. You is there ever? Yeah. Is there a famous? But they have. They have Swedish a lot of great cook at all. Is there somebody famous? The Swedish for, chef. The Swedish chef. Yeah, that's who I was I trying mean, to get that you to say. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get you to say. But it's like the best pancakes in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can't understand the chef is a oh problem. He's always like, you don't really yeah. quite understand. Well, because you, you don't speak Norwegian. I don't. But I have yeah. been to Norway. I'll tell you a story so about jealous. Norway. I'll t- you never been? I get, it's on my bucket list and then the pandemic happened. And uh, Yo, See, mu- it was bad for you. Uh-huh. You didn't uh-huh. accomplish all your dreams. You, you just right. want to fuck on a fjord. <laughs> You're right. I didn't <laughs> get so to go horny. on like, the trip of a lifetime. But <laughs> other than that, uh, I didn't die. Dude, he Norway, didn't. I will say this. Norway is... Absolutely, like it's so comically beautiful, you right. feel like you're in the movie Avatar. Like right. it's like it kind of feels over. You're speaking my language now. It's so unbelievably beautiful. But I went and I did this, and it's you do e- comedy there. And you everybody, went to do comedy. it's oh, cool. great, and it's they, the crowds are good. Everybody's cool. Everybody's yeah. hot. It's like you'll see like um, absurd versions of uh, a Scandinavian life, like right. a man in galoshes with a pipe and a newspaper in a rocking chair yeah. on a, like a a perfect. It looks set design that's what it feels like it yeah. feels set design the yeah. whole country anyway a lot of funny stuff happened but uh i'll tell you two norwegian stories two or, stories now? i'll just do one what, what do you want Com- what? combine them and maybe <laughs> it'll be funnier okay okay i'll try to combine them <laughs> so one thing we went to this little town and there's this the the world's most um uh steep railroad the, the most steep train ride yeah. in the world okay. is the way to get from this one town into um, into Oslo. Yeah. So it's the only way to get out of this town to get to the big city. Right. And at a certain point, the this the train ride stops stops on the train, and the person comes out, and they're like, uh, like the conductor over the loudspeaker is like, "Here we are in the the I wish I knew the name of this person, but like in the." 
the home of the the ghost like let's say her name is like si- siren or whatever siren sure. where she calls to the mountain people right. and and if they hear her voice they will disappear into the mountains never to be seen again and all of a sudden literally out on the mountains a woman an actor clearly yeah, yeah. W- like comes out from behind a rock in like a billowing red dress and starts screaming like this is like, on public ah! transportation well kind of that's what was so funny about it to me yeah. they do this like performance and what's funny to me is I loved it because I'm like an American dude, never been to Norway. But right. there's like at least half the train is just commuters trying to get to just Oslo. Just at their paper. Every day they have yeah. to sit through this fucking bullshit with this fucking goofy like actress coming out and <laughs> dancing around to do this Norwegian myth. Anyway, okay. Story two. How vertical is this train? It's very steep. It's very cool. I mean, yeah. everything's so beautiful. Yeah. So I go to this, do do comedy in this town called, I think, Ber- Bergen? Does that sound yeah, right? Yeah, 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 Bergen. Beautiful place, and yeah. we do comedy, and the Norwegian dudes are, uh, me and Louis Katz, uh, and the Norwegian comics are all like, you know, super cool and really nice, and they're like, they're like, they find out we're Jews, and they're like, oh, you're Jews? Yeah. Come here, let us show you something. Come on, come on. Oh, boy. And we go down into the into the basement of the comedy club, nope. and they're like, <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have even gone. <laughs> they go, I swear, with smiles, Norwegian yeah. smile. I'm the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah. Norwegian smiles on their face, like, this room, this room, they used to torture Jews to extract information. And they're like, look up there. You can still see swastikas. And you look up and sur- and they're like, they're just like so happy. Yeah. And me and Louis Katz are like <laughs> immensely disturbed. Right. I thought Norway was pretty good about that. I think Sweden was like the, they, Sweden was like, yeah, come on in. Well, Norway, I believe was uh, occupied. I don't think, I, I think the Norwegians had a resistance, but they were, they had. So they, that, so then it is kind of funny. But it was just, <laughs> well, it's just funny to be like, so gleefully right. going like, this room is yeah. where the Jews, the sometimes nails actually put into their fingernails. Oh and there's like, ex- anyway, it was quite a, quite an experience. Yeah. But I love How Norway. was your set that night? It was after my set. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, really yeah. fun. It was good. Norway yeah. was fun. Yeah. I recommend it. Uh, most we have people waiting. To okay, talk. let's get to a call. Would you care to or do stay? you have a third story about Norway? Fuck you. Come on. He's Norwegian. He wants to know this stuff. Rockford stories. Go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really have. I don't know. All right. What do you want to know? Tell us about the E-Raps. Uh, I, I had no team spirit. I, it was like I was like one step above the Stonies, who were like the mm-hmm. guys who were kind of hot, who smoked cigarettes outside of McDonald's right. all day long. Right. I wasn't that bad, but I did not like school in any way. You know yeah. who uh, is um, was uh, Virgil Abloh from Rockford? Uh huh. Right. Yeah. I didn't know him, but I, actually, my mom said that his mom was her tailor. Yeah, we went I to think. college together. Who was Virgil Abloh? Oh wow. The fashion designer who just passed away recently. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of people yeah. talking about him. Much. No, no, no. I re- and I remember that they said he was from Rockford when I read the obituary. Off white, yeah. and then uh, all those Nike right, collabs. Right. Yeah. All right, all right. Anyway. But I was on the swim team. Nice. Another another um, Illinois person that went on to become an incredibly well known fashion designer. I didn't know. <laughs> We're it was not such fucking a, around. A there, hub. The I will say that there was the Jordan effect where we had greatness in our city uh, for a, quite a period of time. I do think that that kind of thing nearby elevates you. That's really fascinating. Wait, Michael Jordan say. in Evanston? No, no, no. Just like having somebody down. in Chicagoland that was maybe the most known and greatest thing happening of that era. It was like our whole childhood. That's I, fascinating. Yeah, it, it's everything, and it's local, and you feel like you're kind of part of it. And, and he lived there? 
I'm, MJ, just being in Chicago, I'm saying. Yeah. He's saying there's uh, like a trickle down, an ambient effect of that kind of greatness being in that area made other people strive to be great. Yeah. That's similar to the people um, near that um, steep train. Just being near the siren like <laughs> right. that will make them be more mystical there's, and more more capture people more often. There's got to be a movie about the guy who keeps, he keeps going on the train every day to like meet her, you know. <laughs> But he's got some disease where, like, if you go on that train again, you'll die. You know, your your blood's co- coagulating, and they're like, and that's the Swedish accent. I mean, imagine that woman on her breaks, like when the train takes off, she just throws the red dress off, starts it's, smoking cigarettes. It's all Ricola. <laughs> She's hitting that horn. All right, let's do it. One call. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You ever been too damn high? Uh, yeah. Well, we've all been there, except for me. I've been sober for 25 years, and I don't get high. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry, too. But today's weed is freaking hardcore. Would you agree? It really is. It's crazy. Especially them edibles. Them edibles knock you on your culo. But dadgrass, it won't knock you on anything. It'll place you on a fluffy cloud. They're reviving the pleasure of the casual smoke with 100% organic hemp, so you can chill out without the stress. New York Magazine said the CBD product that convinced me CBD was actually a thing. Dadgrass chills you out whenever you need it. The ultimate gift for anyone looking to chill out, kick back, and truly enjoy your life. What it is is legal, organic, smokable hemp and tinctures that relax your body and mellow your mind. They've got 100% organic pre-rolled joints and tinctures that are low in THC but high in that kabada so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. And if you're traveling, there's no need to worry. Take it with you wherever you go. It's TSA approved. You have to try this stuff. It sounds fun, actually. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. That's dadgrass.com slash honeymoon. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Weren't you just telling me that you got to start taking vitamins? Yeah. Get on that vitamin regimen? I have a suggestion for you. Yeah. It's called Care Of. And you basically take a short, in-depth quiz about your health, goals, and lifestyles. And they will send you a personally tailored recommendation based on those answers. So you don't have to go through all the like guesswork. Should I take this thing? Chaga mushroom, turmeric, vitamin A, vitamin D. Vit- you just stick with what Care Of recommends. And you can change your pack up at any time if you want to add something or take it away. You just take a quick quiz. That's right. You take the quiz and they tell you what they think you should take. And all of those personalized packs that they send you, they're made from plant-based compostable film. And their products are made from good-for-you clean ingredients that are backed by the latest science and research so you can feel good about what you're putting in your body. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HONEYMOON50. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code honeymoon50. Our first caller is Ian from Fr- Rockford. Unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> this is great. ERAB. They're going to squeeze some more Rockford stories out of me. Oh, maybe he knows about the ERAB. Let's see. Wait. Or the st- the rocks. He's not, he's gonna be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they probably changed it, maybe. Yeah. I would like to look up what the mascot was, though. Ian. Rockford. Hello. Hey, were you an Erab or a Rock? I was neither, but I grew up near East. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's the real deal. Are, they, are they still called the Erabs? 
Yes, the East Red and Black. <laughs> I B-Rab. can't believe this. this is, have you ever eaten at a beefaroo? You're like a mythical creature to me. Yeah, yeah. Wow. There's two actually, like within a mile. That's so cool. How about have you ever had pancakes at the Sweden house? Uh, yes. Speaking yes. of Swedes, Whoa. we got Pancakes. our friends, our friend Anders Holm here, Natasha Legero. Whoa. These guys are Swedes, and uh, they're both from the uh, nearby. She's from Rockford. This is crazy. And these guys both uh, tagged when they were little. Did you, yeah. Were you a graffiti writer when you were young? No, no, oh. I uh, no. That's okay. I'm okay. not. I, I'm not that creative. Okay. What do you? Bad. All right. Well, you look like you probably have a. You're a podcaster. You definitely have more <laughs> equipment than most callers. No. No, I just like to be heard. Okay, but, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you notice, this is my old headset. This doesn't work. Oh, it's well, for it games. Work, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got who, the, the mic device though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who do you main on Apex Legends? Before we get started, uh, I have it installed, but I've never played a game. Okay, well, if this call goes well, maybe we can do it around together. How can we help? Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay, so I have a situation where I have a long uh, childhood friend who I have been best friends with at times, but uh, since high school, we've kind of just gone in and out. He was busy with what he was doing, trying to be a, a doctor, and we just were lived in different states. And, and you were busy doing bong rips and playing Halo, right? <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay. Affirmative. Yeah, yeah, is, Affirmative soldier. <laughs> yeah. I'm just... Yeah, if you read me like that, that's fine. All right, all right. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, where was I? Like? He um, was going to medical school, and you guys were kind of, who knows, yeah, friends. Going and out. I mean, if we were in the same, if we we're back home, we'd hang out. But right, um, he, I got. I'm going to his wedding. I'm going to be in his wedding this Saturday, and I didn't know. I knew the wedding was coming up. I didn't know if he was going to ask me if I was going to say yes. Uh, he did, and I said yes. I was like, "Yeah, great." Um, the weird thing is, I, I, I have some friends. They don't even. Uh, he just hasn't been in so in and out of touch. I don't. I don't like some of my friends. Just are. This is the last time they're going to interact with them, and I don't. Am I? my bad friend for like not keeping up am i am i should i i feel kind of guilty i don't want to like should i say anything since i'm going to be in his wedding i got it say i'm confused so you had guilt that this person invited you to their wedding but you haven't been a very good friend to that person over the years kind of yeah i mean who cares high school yeah well i mean i should i i Spoke, spoken like an E-Rat. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, in luck, man. We've been doing friends. Them. Friends come and go. I mean, life is a circle. Like, trust me, dude. Actually, it's a figure eight. I take that back. You, you, you run into them, then you're away, then you run back into them. Like, it's wild, dude. And to be a good friend, as long as you're not mean to them and like disrespectful, you're okay, dude. And people can kind of come in maybe go off and do their own thing, come back into your oh, world. Yeah. I've definitely had friends circulate. I had one friend who I didn't really want to hang out with for like three years. And then now I really like to hang out with them. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think you, but it's nice that you have a conscience and you're, you know, worried that you haven't been a good friend, but just try to be present at the wedding and help if you can. And he doesn't have to become your best friend either. Yeah. And you mean, also don't owe anyone an excuse as to why you were going to the wedding or anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. When do you get the invitation? Uh, six months ago. Okay. I mean, I've known for I think they got engaged a year and a half. So you were you were yeah. first here. Yeah. Okay. 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 Nice. This is okay. gold. 
Yeah, it was dubs. Listen, well, you got you got all the you got all the information you needed when he invited you, right? He mm-hmm. he wants you to be there, whether it's because he's like has a fond nostalgic memory of you, or whether it's because he feels the same guilt you do uh, from not keeping up with you, and he thought he'd throw you a little bone by giving you a plate of roasted chicken. Like you're invited. Well, so, I'm actually in the wedding. I'm a groomsman. Oh, dude, clutch. Yeah. Let, <laughs> by the way, let me tell you something. Do you know what goes into putting together your wedding list? If like it's bananas. So the fact that like you're included, that mm. means he was like, this is my guy. And the fact that you're mm. in the wedding, you know, she's got five or six. He's got five or six. You're, you made the mm. cut. Like there's no apologies necessary. Just and, and bear, he, bear hugs. Mm-hmm. Bear hugs mm. would be a good idea. And, you know, maybe he wants to look out and see people like old friends. Yeah. You know? That's mm. something that new friends don't have. All his hot shot doctor friends yeah you know maybe you feel a little bit comparing yourself to his new friends but you know you've been there for a long time and when he's gonna gets to look out he's like it feels more like family probably nostalgia is a powerful force and also maybe the opposite is true maybe he is intimidated by his new doctor friend and he wants some old friends that he can feel superior to and maybe that's why you made the cut he can look over and be like i'm i am the man Mm -hmm. yeah what was your what was your guys thing what was your guys' thing that you bonded over as friends? Uh, we played uh, games. We played sports, soccer. I mean, there was one summer where it was like, I mean, we worked together. So we'd work for like a half day and then go play golf dude, for a round. And I then go guarantee play soccer you and- all this dude wants to do is share a beer and talk about those times. Yeah, for, <laughs> for that's, sure. That's exactly right. Aww. I mean, nostalgia is a super powerful force, you know, and like there's nothing like we were just... Anders and I were just talking about the kids we grew up with in middle school. Like neither of us have been in touch with them for 20 years, but still there's something like powerful about that nostalgic, that friendship that happens when you're really young. So he Mm -hmm. wants you there because you make him feel safe. And I don't, I don't think you could only make things weird. You will not make things better at his wedding at a different time. You could say, Hey, I feel like we haven't been in touch enough and I want to be a better friend in a year after his wedding. But the day of his wedding, it's all about him. It's not about you feeling guilt and worried about whether or not you've been good enough. He told you you're good enough. You got an invitation. You have to buy a special tuxedo. Yeah. yeah. Even if no one else is wearing a tuxedo. (laughs) Yeah. So I think you're good. And he's a doctor. Keep that dude in the fold in case you get like a lump. (laughs) No, amen. I have a a doctor in my life and I'm so grateful. Like, you you know, it's always nice to be able to text a doctor close to your, what kind of doctor is this person going to be? He's actually a physical therapist. Uh, You could probably cut him out of your life. (laughs) No, we're all going to need that at some point. (laughs) I got got bad back and stuff. Oh, perfect. Perfect. You should tell him like, what's the most ergonomic gaming chair? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. I don't know if this is it. If that's that's it. But, By the yeah. way, go watch uh, Bridesmaids and like <laughs> emulate. Oh. It's the same kind of okay. vibe, mm-hmm. and just uh, go and you'll see where Kristen Wiig kind of effed up, right? She kind of mm-hmm. messed up. Um, she's, she's being a little selfish. Was like, hey, well, this is our relationship. But then in the end, like her girl was there for her, man. Yeah, Very, and it's still funny. Holds up. It is. It's I a. Got, fu- I got four days, so I'll, I'll have to squeezed in there yeah check it out i think you're good man i think i think you're good feel no guilt you got your answer he loves you and that's a beautiful thing go be there for your boy all right thank you good luck appreciate it thank you sorry i told you who cares let's go (laughs) e-raps hell yeah all right all right right, bye-bye do you know 
Moshe has never been back to my hometown. That's weird. I keep saying I'll go. We've been go. together for seven years. I've been to the Chicago land. Dude, my let's go to Evanston. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> what if let's I go like, let's go forty minutes from her hometown and kick it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go bombing in Evanston. I'm so down. <laughs> oh, me and Honors oh are my going God, to Evanston. We got a boys trip this weekend. Dad, why'd you get arrested? <laughs> I wrote shamrocks and shenanigans <laughs> on a tree. <laughs> an oak tree. Wait, my, my dad tags on trees. I'm ashamed. Wait, Anders, I have a question. A lot of friends I know, like um, I have a friend like Moshe, you want to get into DJing. And I have another friend who's like husband's getting into classic cars right now. And then yeah. another friend whose husband's into like must watch football games. Like I feel like men are kind of all getting these hobbies. Yeah. Do you have one? Um, yeah. Yeah, fucking his wife. No, besides, <laughs> no, something that annoys <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> it started off collecting stamps and I was licking those. Um, Do you have something that annoys your wife? Because obviously sex doesn't annoy her. I, it can. I, um, I started, I, I have been buying New Balance sneakers. Uh-oh. And then during the pandemic, it just got turned up. Wow. How many? I got a lot. More than 10? <laughs> For sure. Wow. The amount Wait. of stuttering that you did <laughs> makes me concerned. Like, because right. I'm a clothes horse too, but like the, the, you you stopped. You were so taken aback by the, I, the audacity that it could be as low as 10 that I'm wondering where we're at. Well, Is it like 100? <laughs> It's yeah. more than 100. Wow. More than 100? It's around there, yeah. Here's wow. what's weird. You're not wearing New Balance right now. Right. No, I am. Oh, you are. Those okay. are New Balance. Those look good. So you're wearing Danner boots? Yeah. These are a Danner New Balance wow. collaboration wow. from a few years ago. Now I'm interested. Moshe has 400 pairs of Danner boots. I do have a lot of pairs of shoes, but not Danners as many. Danners are great. Danners are great. But so did you really get into New Balance when they were the first people to throw their weight behind Trump? Were you, was that when you made the decision? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like the, his attitude, the way he, yeah. he yeah, grabs yeah, it by the yeah. pussy. Um, <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. Like in high school, uh, I just was like, look, what am I going to be like the hundredth guy who's got Jordans, right? Uh, so I started wearing just shoes that people weren't really rocking. And then New Balance was that lane. And I got a pair of the original 585s, which is what this is a kind of homage to. And then from there, I just kept buying them. And during the pandemic, and the last few years with New Balance, they've like skyrocketed into like all these collaborations and fun different things. Would, would your it, wife roll her eyes when the Amazon package came? Yo. <laughs> the the covert operations that I have done to be like, there's no package coming today. Uh, it's like a shame. Moshe gets a different tool to try to fix like a sink or something yeah. every day in the mail. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. I, I lied to Natasha's face about a surfboard purchase. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, this dude's coming by. I'm buying it for my friend. I'm going to get it. For, and then in reality, it just stayed at our property. And then has that become your... Not really. Now, she, do you think this is a pandemic thing or is this like a men of a certain age type? Like, the, I hobby, get... the hobbying, I think, is pandemic. I don't think yeah. you would have bought 98 pairs of New Balance. Because you had a lot of time to scroll, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and like I will say, and I had several of them before, but it got turned. Uh, but you're you're buying them going, when I go here and do this, mm. when I go do Natasha Moshe's podcast, I'm He'll be wearing the, Danners. I'm going to wear the Danners. I got to bring it. Yeah. Um, no, but what was I wearing the day? Oh, well, this is different, but I went to Scott Ackerman's podcast. I don't want to talk about other podcasts here. We are actually in a kind of weird beef with them right now. But then this is great. Yeah. Uh, he always wears tree torns, those mm -hmm. little can. And I was like, I'm wearing my tree torns over there. Oh, cute. Did he notice? He goes, 
no, not really. And he's like, I don't wear them anymore. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> hey. I was like, I've only seen you wearing them forever. Uh, but okay. That's what I wear. Three yeah. Times. Yeah. Uh, is there a holy grail of New Balance? Is there one that is like, you know how in Nike, if you can get like the first Jordan, it's worth like so many thousands of dollars? Yeah, there are some. There are some. Uh, there's like the toothpaste, uh, I think they're 1500s, um, that are quite expensive. Um, you got those? No, I'm, I actually don't love those. I don't okay. think they're great. I'm, I'm not going to go for anything that I wouldn't actually wear. Right, right. Um, Toothpaste. My, I do have what I think are a grail, and that's the Norse Projects. Ooh. Uh, Speaking of Scandinavia. Yeah, 1500s from back in the day. They're pretty sick. They're like 10 years old, and I'm waiting for them to just crumble. But I love it. So you're buying also collector's items. He's a hobbyist. But I wear them. I don't keep them, as they say, on ice. Uh, That's what they're called? They call them on ice? Well, no. If you if you buy them and don't wear them. I didn't know that. It's like you keep them on ice. Remember, uh, remember when Brent told us? That. You know Brent Weinbach? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. He, he wears Reeboks, but he told us he, <laughs> That's he decided. Perfect. And <laughs> amazing. It's a great story, though. <laughs> he bought. Well, they changed the design. <laughs> it's like the classic white Reebok, yeah, and he yeah, wanted them. Yeah. They changed the design to a, something he disliked. Yeah. And so he went. He told us he was buying. He bought five. Yeah. And he's like, and that I'm hoping is going to last till I'm dead. He went and bought. <laughs> he calculated how many pairs of the of the dead stock he needed yep. and bought enough yep. to last him until he died. Like on but eBay it was or something. Only yeah. five yeah. pairs. Well, that's the crazy. Part. That's crazy. Because that, I mean, ten. Those are ten. Doesn't last you ten years. <laughs> I don't think so. Two, I mean, two years. Maybe, right? He also does mention that he's incredibly suicidal. So I think he knows more than no. we do. Oh, no. so it was a hint. It was no, a hint. No, 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 no. Um, okay. Well, he he just has habits. Yeah. What can you do? Okay. That's, should we do one more call? I, I think we should. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's do some secrets first. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Do, will we have time to do another call, though? Because that guy's call. What was his question? I don't know. He was like, I'm th- going to a wedding. Real supportive. <laughs> <laughs> No, he. I think he just. Yeah, he was like, "Do I say something?" I'm like, "Yeah, you grab the microphone from his to be wife, and you make a speech about how you love him more than she does." Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that what? It, was he worried about a speech? But that I was am, not a comment. no. But I, I actually, don't I don't know. I understand what he's talking about. The thing about old friendships is that they're all mired. It's kind of what you're talking about earlier. They're mired with this like simultaneous, like fierce love that's all based in the in a memory palace. Right. Right. And like it doesn't. Translate to like I've kept in touch. I've been there for you. I we've stayed in in life together, and so it becomes a simultaneous expression of like old love and guilt. I have relationships like that. I and can't believe you didn't. I can't believe you saved Memory Palace for after he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably listen. Yeah, right. man, Memory Palace. That's amazing. Let's listen to some secrets. Hey Tosh. Hey Mosh. Um, I have to get something off my chest. I feel very conflicted about this, um, but I hate my dog, and I feel bad because he is my pet, and, you know, they've got, like, the mind of a child, but I just can't stand him, and all day long, we're in the house together, we're just not vibing, just not good vibes between us, and I feel bad, but I just I don't think I'm a dog person, and I think I hate my dog. Okay, bye. Interesting. Is she planning on getting? I mean, because I hate this dog. But no. Do you hate him for real? I don't hate him, but I would like it if he weren't here. Okay. Which, Do you have dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's. <laughs> this is the 
I, well, I don't. I'm not, yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. But I mean, do, what do I hate? I mean, what is she? What's the end game? Well, what did you? What was your take on it? <laughs> Get rid. Of, just give away your dog. But there's a huge <laughs> taboo about that. No. You're not supposed to do it. No, you're not supposed to give up. Do- Lena Dunham got in all that trouble because she, she kept gave giving up a dog? more I, than one. I stand with Lena on everything. <laughs> Look. If you if you if you hate your dog, that is there's no way that that's a good idea for you to keep your dog. I've kind of I, I feel that as well, but it's a taboo. You're not supposed to give up your dog. What? To, who says that? The the people, the pe- mob. Who, how no. did the mob find out that Lena Dunham? Oh, she blogged about it or something. She's like, oh, and it was it happened more than once. And that she was, was like, what, I, I didn't like this dog, so I gave it back. to She the was more uh, Look, sensitive than yeah. People are trying to go after Lena, right? Yeah. They're yeah. trying to just get a little smoke. This woman clearly does not like this dog. It should not be in her home. <laughs> if she can, there's no good that will come from that for her or the dog. This is not a good psychological thing. Here's what I'll say: she should get rid of the dog, if and only if she can find a home for the dog. The thing you're not supposed to do is give it back to the pound. Oh, get the. F- no, you disagree. Give it back to the pound. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, oh, it'll die. We put it up Pablo on Craigslist. Back. It doesn't matter. If it's a whack dog, the possibility of it being killed in the shelter and not getting adopted are high. How do, you, look, she said, "I put vibes over everything," <laughs> and she said, you know, "For you, it goes, for you, it goes vibes." <laughs> fatherhood. The collected work, fatherhood, the collected works of Lena Dunham, yes. and the New Balance, yes. right? Yeah, yes. okay, I remember that. No, I look. I you just give the dog back to the pound. It's not no, that crazy. No, don't, don't, don't. And you're gonna get in trouble. For Craigslist this. it. Find it a home and then give it to that home. Put That's it what I in say. a catapult. <laughs> pull the thing. Hope it ran- lands in a river. Oh, no. All right. Okay, let's hear another let's one. Let's hear another. Hi, guys. Uh, so when I was younger, this is my secret. When I was younger, I was a nosy little biatch. And when I stayed over at my grandmother's house, my sweet old grandma, I had to sleep in a spare room that had some old memory stuff of hers, and I went through it, and I found one of her old uh, diaries from when she was first dating Grandpa and stuff like that, and it turns out that Grandma was kind of a freak, and I learned at like 10 years old what a nymphomaniac was, and but anyway, so I just want you all to know that your grandma's loved Dee, and it's a shock. All right. Bye. I love you guys. She wants us to know that our grandmas love D. Is that I what guess she so. Said? Yeah. Good. Yeah. She found out that her grandma was a, a nymphomaniac freak when she was just a little kid. Whose words? Well, did grandma go? And right. it was today I learned I was a nymphomaniac. I, in fact, am a nymphomaniac and a freak. I mean, that's that's pretty big. My grandma definitely liked sex. My grandma. Natasha loves this story, but my grandma cornered me when I first started dating girls. Yeah. And was like, I noticed that you started bringing girls around. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I just hope that you're making, uh, that you're satisfying those women. I said, I go, what? Like on what level? She goes, on a sexual level. You know, your grandfather made me climax every time. I was like, shut the <laughs> For fuck. For real? And this is the crazy part. It's the only, and I'm not joking, only, because she was divorced from my grandma. Only grandpa. memory he has of her. No, yes. it's the only, yeah, it's the only memory. It's the only time I met my grandma. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm grandma. <laughs> she got a letter from my mom that was yeah. bringing girls around. She took a train in. <laughs> no, it's the literally the only time she ever said some, anything remotely positive about right. my grandfather. She right. hated him so much. Every time his name came up, she was 
she would curse it. Right. And the one time she said anything positive is that he made her come super hard every time they fucked. She liked the D. She loved, she loved the D. Yeah. Actually, you know what my grandfather's name was? Not a joke. Dick. Okay. So she loved the D. Wow. She loved that dick. That's crazy. Yeah. She was never with another man as far did as I can your, tell. Did, this is your mom's mom or your dad's my mom? My mom's mom. Did yeah. you, does your mom know about that conversation? His mom's like she that too. Care. She's oh, like that too. Wow. Here's the thing, Anders. We're from like the Midwest. Yeah. It's a little more Up like tight Scandinavians. Right. Yeah. Like right. he this is like Bay Area. You're naked all the time. Right. right. You know, hippie kind of upbringing. Come in the shower and shave my pubes. Yeah, kind of a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you do know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been rough. Um, wait, Laura, it's almost it's nine fifty five. Can we do one more call? Should we do one more secret and then one more call or Okay, one more second. I'm glad she got that off her chest, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, guys. Um, I have a secret. Um, So I consider myself a pretty serious feminist. Um, But for some reason, my favorite porn to watch is gangbangs. Like, just watching a girl get, like, annihilated and kind of disrespected, I guess. Um... I don't know why. And then I feel kind of weird and dirty about it after I'm done. But it's just kind of my thing, I guess. So, yeah, that's my secret. Thanks. Annihilated. That was the word. (laughs) That was the word that was unnecessary, but definitely painted the picture. But I like that that's where her head's at. Because it's not just like, and watch her get like serviced by these men. (laughs) It's like destroyed. Well, (laughs) She's having a guilty experience, which is why she's so turned on by it. Right. It it flies in the face of her every other ethic. And so she thinks that that's what sex is. A lot of people have that kind of thing where it's like you would never, the thing you're into pornographically, you couldn't ever do in real life. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you can't fuck a cartoon, right? That's yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. You can't fuck a, uh, like a, just a strapping uh, man in an E-Rabs helmet. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, in can't. real life, you yeah. might be stuck with just a woman from Rockford. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think that's that bad. I mean, and by the way, gangbangs, yeah, gangbangs can be pretty bad. They I've never be, watched one. They can be they can be pretty degrading for yeah. sure. Yeah, they can they can be rough. Yeah, no doubt. Hmm. No yeah, doubt. They but, can get annihilated. I do like how she goes like I consider myself By the way, you start the sentence off by like I consider myself a pretty big feminist. But yeah, you know something good's you're coming. You're like, what is about to drop? Annihilation is what's about <laughs> oh to drop. God. Straight up annihilation. I don't think that that's the thing. Sexual taboos are t- they're hotter because they're taboo. That's what people are into. People right. are into like transgressive sex, and that's as long as it's not illegal and there's no uh, 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 unconsenting victim. I think you can watch whatever you want. Right. Yeah. That's, I that thoughts. I don't really want to prescribe what kind of porn people should watch. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Anything goes as long as it's legal it's interesting because it's like is this her like is is this a release for how much she's consuming her life with being perceived or acting as as one thing and then she's got to just swing that pendulum pendulum the other way for sure i mean how many racists do you think only watch black porn i'm sure i know i yeah Do you want to change the subject or do you want to go back to killing dogs okay (laughs) how about we just let's just do a hard turn into let's do another call Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You ever fallen in love with a pan? Oh, my God. I love this pan. It's called Green Pan, and we tried it because they sent us one because they're a new advertiser for us. We put that hot boy on the flame. I got to tell you, that pan, 
It's a dream come true. Well, it was like grilling grilled cheese without having to put any butter or oil even on the plate. Yeah, no oil. I reheated some rice and it turned into that like Persian wedding rice. Yeah. You know, like that crispy. It was so delicious. No oil and it doesn't stick to the pan. The thing is like miraculous. But here's the even cooler part. A lot of those kinds of pans that have that non-stick thing, they were made with these we- weird plastic coatings that can turn toxic if they get too hot. Green Pan created a new alternative without all those forever chemicals. So is it a good product? Yeah. Is it safe and not nasty? Yeah, you got to try this thing. Green Pan introduced the world to ceramic nonstick cookware and have over 150 patents to prove it. These people are serious. They are all leaders in creating cookware without harmful toxins. We are not kidding when we say we cooked with this pan. We're like, damn, that is quite a pan. I didn't even know it was like good for the environment and good for like not making more, you know, producing toxins. We were willing to cook eat toxins <laughs> based on how well this thing cooks. And now that we find out it doesn't have toxins, we're even more happy. You should try this thing. If you go to greenpan.us. Just get one. And use promo code HONEYMOON, you'll receive 30% off your entire order, plus free shipping on orders over $99. Remember, healthy cooking is about more than just the food you make. It's the products that you cook in, too. So right now, Green Pan has an exclusive offer for Endless Honeymoon listeners. Just go to greenpan.us and use promo code HONEYMOON, and you'll get 30% off. Also, they have full sets. They've got frying pans, grill pans, woks, pots, accessories, and tons of different collections to choose from and give your kitchen the refresh it needs. Their top collections are available in gray, stainless, black, and a variety of fun colors so your cookware can be beautiful and eye-catching. And they have a 60-day return policy, but you're not going to return it because they're awesome. Whether you buy one pan or a whole set, it's 30% off. Greenpan.us, promo code HONEYMOON. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, much. Have you ever thought about seeing a professional about your narcissism stuff? No, but I have thought about seeing a professional for my roommate, who is also my <laughs> husband. <laughs> if you are feeling a little bit too close to your partner, or you're feeling a little bit too stressed out, or you just need somebody to talk to, it's never been an easier time to find and try therapy because of Talkspace. It's a great resource for relationship issues, even when you don't even know what the problem is. And it's awesome because you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Your struggles and challenges are unique. It's time to talk to someone who understands that. Whether you've been married for years, <clears throat> you're re-entering the dating scene, like me, or you're just trying to get comfortable with being single, you... Like me soon. Take it, talking to a therapist can help. And if you have any other issues that you're dealing with, do not suffer alone. You need suffer no more. Listen, go to Talkspace, find somebody you can text with your therapist, you can do it over uh, uh, video chat, you can call them. You, they're available to you all of the time in ways that regular therapists are not. And also, it's cheaper than traditional therapy. Just visit Talkspace.com, get $100 off your first month when you use the promo code HONEYMOON at sign up. And you don't have to wait for an appointment. And also, they have a security feature that keeps your conversations fully protected. So go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code HONEYMOON at sign up. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com, promo code HONEYMOON. Okay, we're going to call Allie in South Carolina. Let's see what kind of porn she likes. Wait, why do you... The dog thing? You really think people get mad about that? Oh, people are weird about dogs. People are so weird about animals. They always get upset about everything. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you look I'm cool. Good. You look that's cool. Your your room is like two different TikTok backgrounds. <laughs> it's like if you turn one Thank way, you. it's one kind. If you turn the other, it's the other. Yep. Are you yeah. a bird lady? It was more that I could only afford I could only afford to do like the fake wallpaper in one spot. Uh-huh. So I just kinda had to, you know, 
make that the cool part. Uh oh, Anders. I don't know. Anders Holm is here with us, by the way. Uh, our special guest and hey. Natasha is here as well. Hi. What's can, can you turn your camera over to the other side of your room just once again? I just want Anders to see that poster. The black poster over there, right there. Just keep moving, keep moving. Yeah, it says live, live, love, love bark. bark. Yeah, you, you a dog person? Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that was gifted to me. No, but no, we're not making fun of your poster. It's no, just no. that you're you're gonna like Anders less when this podcast is released <laughs> than you do true. right now. It's not That's true. All. Okay, what's happening? How can we help? Okay, so my issue is. My boss thinks he's really funny and he's really not. And I don't really know how to handle it because I don't want to laugh because I like like fake laugh just to get through it because I don't want to encourage it. I want it to stop so badly, but I like also can't be a bitch. So I don't like really know how to handle it. Um, I do have one tip that I do. Okay. I, I often you can really just like, you can kind of act like you don't have a sense of humor and that you didn't hear them. Mm. Like you can kind of like <laughs> take me through it. Juggle with those two things for a little bit. Like, you know, Wait, hold on. Uh, Allie, will you do, do one of the jokes that your boss does to Natasha and she'll do her trick. Okay. Um, he'll just walk up to a customer and be like, Oh, all that's going to be $4,000. <laughs> okay. So he says it to a customer, to a customer, to me, to just like a lot of like fake scenarios, right. just like walking up and announcing things. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm like about to ask him something, he's like, oh, no, wait, let me hide. <laughs> just kidding. Right. What's up? And it's just that kind of oh. shit all the time. And so if <laughs> I like it, it's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay, well, you're not going to change his personality. And also, Anders is like, I mean, truly a developed comic mind. I mean, he's very (laughs) successful in the comedy world. He's cracking up. 4,000 is arguably a very funny number. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But but I I do think, like, not encouraging him is definitely good. But then also, like, when he said that to you, like, hey, it's going to be that, to answer you what I would do if it was directed at me. Hey, that's going to be uh, four grand right there. Just back it up and let's get going. Okay, thanks. Oh, wow. You, you do like away. that. Whoa. You just kind of change your personality that's, a little that's bit. That's pretty and, hardcore. But this, and you're, then he's like, what oh, What about me? Oh, hey, I'm sorry. What? And then you talk a little loud, too. What were you just saying? But he's, he's, she's her, her, his subordinate. She's his, her, right. That's her boss. Yeah, but you're really polite all the time. You just like are kind of really focused on your job. I will Carry say, something, yeah. you know? And also I pretend, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm on a call. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will I say that well, I, I... I work in retail, so, like, it's not... I can't right, pretend right, to be right, on a right. call. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> Anders? I, look, I would just say, are, are the jokes ever, like, um, not okay? No. As, no. Okay. So he's not, like, he's not, like, being weird to you or anybody else you work with. It, it's, Cause, cause no, not is, weird to us. Look, you guys, you're you are what I call a captive a captive audience. Yeah, you can't go anywhere. And this dude is like, this is my stand up act stage, and you guys are the audience. And it it sucks, but like it's all he has. Right, I'm so with you. So like, I know it might not be funny, and you don't have to fake laugh, but you yeah. can you can just know that when this man goes at home to home mm-hmm. and microwaves his mm-hmm. dinner. It's all he has. Yep. He can't wait to get back to work. So she's and supposed have to you like laugh. He's like, I fucking killed laugh it because he. I eats killed it at JC Penney's today. Yeah. I, I fucking nailed it. At, I fucking nailed it at Tilly's. As long as he's not hurting people, like, I, look, I, 
you don't have to laugh, but like, uh, yeah, just um, have compassion for and, the man. And look, are you going to be working there for much longer? God, I hope not. <laughs> like, I will say though, you're being very compassionate and you're right, but there is something about people who laugh uncontrollably at the thing they just said. Yeah. It's like you can't be surprised. Right. Laughter is based on being surprised by what you've heard. You can't be surprised by the thought that you just had right. that often. It is it is aggravating. It drives you crazy in a way. But I think Honors is right. This guy, he that's why he built his way up to being your manager is so that he could force people to listen to his jokes. I just... He's like kind of a dick. So I'm just like, I okay, don't really want to cut this man any slack. No, no, that's, right. that's different. <laughs> right, okay. if, the, if these jokes come at somebody's expense that you, to you or to somebody you work with, then that's not okay. And you can go, you can go, hey, your mom's here. She just heard that joke. And when he turns around, you go, fuck you. And you quit. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, but I don't know. Like, uh, if this is just like a goofy, um, who's the guy from the office? Uh, Steve My, Carell yeah. type guy. Yeah. I understand he, that you're, like, you're tolerating it. He but is. Oh, he's like that's and, even like that's even better. Like, I love that that this dude is like because Steve Carell is already like I'm I'm uh, Steve Martin, right? He, like that character. Yeah. But if your real life boss thinks he's this annoying, obnoxious guy from the show, like it's like this amoral what the snake eating the snake thing. Yeah. Well, he like Horrible. like Thank part you. of his his humor is like he thinks he's like really hilarious because he can quote The Office. Oh yeah. I'm like mm. no, Mindy Kaling's funny. Right. Mm-hmm. You just, you know how to like recite lines. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. here's the thing. This is part of the, how, how old are you, by the way? I'm 27. 27. You look very young. This is part of the the difficulty of of working in retail and working in corporate stuff where you have bosses. Yeah. Is that you just have yeah. to fucking grin and bear it when your bosses are obnoxious and you don't want to. But what are you? Are wh- you like typing something right now? No, I'm sorry. Oh, I have a mouse. <laughs> it's on my water. I was oh, like, we're, I wow. know we're nailing this advice right now, but you don't have to type it. It's going to be released. Right. Just- <laughs> oh, you have a mouse. It's funny that you feel you have room to call somebody else of like a little bit cringe when you have two mice right behind you. I you never said I mean? he was cringe. I just said he wasn't funny. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He does sound cringe though, a little bit. Like you're you're saying all day long, you're like. Oh, when he makes a joke because it's so unfunny, right? Man. Well, it's just like, I don't know. It also like, it's just like very abrasive mm. towards like everybody. And it's just weird to me how hard he goes at the customers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, maybe just like let this woman shop. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, how long have you been working there? Uh, almost a year now. Would it be possible for you to start looking for other jobs in similar fields? Because here's my my feeling. My gut check is this is going to continue to drive you crazy and you're ne- it's never going to get better. Right. I know what it's like to have somebody in your life who everything they say makes your skin crawl. It doesn't get better and it's just going to eat you alive until something happens where you get fired. You're going to get fired because right. you're going to say some off the, like sideways shit and he's going to fire you. Whereas you could just get out. And- you're going to make him cry. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna say like, "Oh, did you write that last night?" And he's gonna go, "Yeah, <laughs> over my hungry man." Yeah, and then, well, I did like take him down a peg one day when I just went, "Okay, anyway, I need to tell you something about work." Right, <laughs> right, right. But that's. Right. But I mean, you that's, should be able to talk to him. Like, not it's you. Don't, you should. I, I think it's kind of rude, Anders, to make it people your captive audience. I, I don't disagree. And it's a very male quality. And I, I, I don't disagree. All I'm saying yeah. is the reality of what this is, is this guy 
will blow his brains out. Yeah, yeah. That's like, all he. Yeah, but he doesn't even forget the compassion that's part. That's not her fault. No, I don't. I don't disagree. But forget the compassion part. It's actually I'm not defending this dude. I'm saying he sounds like he sucks. But it isn't your job to like check your boss and teach him how to be more uh, unless like under said if he was saying things were that were inappropriate right. or sexually uncool or right. racially uncool yeah that's your job as a human being right. but just for you to be like your personality is kind of a dud well that's not your job and it'll just get you fired i'm saying get out of the get get yourself out she's trying yeah i had somebody yeah. at a job who would come to my door and just stand there and kind of like talk <laughs> into my office and wouldn't leave and i'd be like yeah yeah and they'd be like yeah this weekend and like uh the the stories went on forever and i felt like i was being held hostage and it was just a thing because she was above me and i couldn't do anything because i wanted to like go up the ranks at this place um so what did you do wrote a tv show about it (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say it was the job i had before workaholics and i was like (laughs) and i'm out pretty much literally um but yeah like it 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 is it's a little dance i mean is there any way you could jump in this double dutch with him well you start start riffing you mean yeah yeah Yeah. You know, Maybe it'll cost five thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Or at least have like a, a another coworker, so you guys can have like a common enemy and make fun of him at least. Yeah, put together the book from uh, Mean Girls. <laughs> Burn book. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess I just I've like tried to go along with it, and I was like, I just this makes me want to end my life. I cannot. Like, mm. I just like. Yeah. But, you know, you're very uh, one thing I will say, I know no one took my advice very seriously, but you are a very bubbly giving, you know, you're very generous with your laughter and smiling. And, you know, so I think that, you know, you're perfect for him. So I think if he loves you or your energy and you laugh, even if (laughs) you probably laugh just nervously, if you don't even get what he's saying. So Mm -hmm. I think that just try to turn it down. Like, I know it's this will be a good exercise for you because I'm like that, too. And if I can just like consciously try to turn it down, even like 20, 30 percent, you don't have to smile all the time. You know, you don't have to always be looking. You don't have to always hear them. You can just have like a more like less of an expression. But here's what I see. Here's what I see happening in your future. You're going to do some more uh, things like, okay, anyway, uh, I was trying to talk to you about work. You're going to start doing that more and more because you're going to start being more and more annoyed by it. Right. And eventually your boss, this person that you hate and can't stand even the sound of his voice, is going to pull you into his office and say, hey, um, what's going on? Like you just, I feel like you keep saying this stuff to me and, and then you're going to have to have a conversation with him about it. And then you're going to have to figure out some way to yeah. say, your jokes make me want to die. Uh, and I can't kill myself because I have two mice that depend on me. And Wait. so, like, all, and and he might kill himself if you tell him that. Like, it's just you got to get out of there. That's you got to make a pl- an escape plan. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm really trying. It's just that I don't like. I went to college, but I didn't finish, so I don't have a degree. And I'm like having a really hard time finding a place that can pay me as well with as good of benefits. We're in an ultimate job seekers market. There has never been a better time to to clandestinely look. Okay. I've been applying for nine months. Okay, listen, <laughs> hey, you've got a fair point there. I, I have two. I, have, I think I've got two ideas. I got two right. ideas. The, well, okay. the first okay. hinges on something. Is he the top dog? There's nobody above him? In our location, but like it's a corporation. So there's like a million people above him. If it truly is like a thing that's bothering you in the workplace, you can go above him and just go, it's a little distracting at work. It's constantly happening. 
It's mm-hmm. it's not bothering just me. It's a few people. And someone above him can go, hey, you got to chill with that. Alternatively, mm-hmm. you can say, did you know that down the street at whatever bar, there's an open mic night? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Ooh. And I promise you, he will get his yuck yucks and gigs uh-huh. out there or not. And... <laughs> And it'll take the pressure off of you guys, I might imagine, if he can go and do it there and and do that where it needs to be done as opposed to at the office. Alternatively, that, those are both good suggestions. Uh, you could fabricate um, a, a like crazy like um, accusation against him, like something really bad. I like this. And take that to corporate. Ruin the guy's life. Yep. Get him fired. Yep. Yeah. Have him just like, have it kind of be a debt, like so bad of an accusation that his life will be literally over, right? And then you <laughs> ascend into his position. That way you're going to be making even more money than you're currently making. So it's like a win-win for you. He suffers and you thrive. And then you say, just kidding. It's a joke. It's a you joke. like those, yeah. right? 4,000, yeah. <laughs> You just got sentenced to 4,000 years consecutive yeah. life sentences to be uh, served concurrently. Yeah. Uh, you can get through this. Okay, obviously, that's the go to. Yeah. That's going to be the plan. Yeah. You can get through this. I'm surprised and- we came around to that. Yeah. We should have done that first yeah. blush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I mean, I do feel a little bad for the guy because he doesn't sound inappropriate. He just sounds like, a, he's- like he's got something off. We all know this guy. Honestly, I'm not joking. I bet he. Um, had head trauma at some point in his life. I had this friend whose mom had head trauma. Yeah. And her mom was super inappropriate and like obnoxious. Right. And she said this, I'll never forget. She told me that having that experience of a parent with head trauma, she, whenever someone, she encounters someone in life who like, like is super inappropriate and drives her crazy. Yeah. She starts, uh, querying until she like asking them about their past <laughs> until she gets to the head trauma right she looking says, like, for the scar she says like nine times out of ten she'll she'll get a, she'll, she can find the head but trauma this is like a typical dick uh, yeah no but no wants to be funny. head trauma is more common <laughs> than you know <laughs> every all i'm saying is that every man who you've ever found obnoxious or inappropriate <laughs> is actually the victim of head trauma and you should be compassionate all men that are awful <laughs> I mean, are actually just suffer, suffering suffering leave, leave these poor fellows alone and you, that might be something because like guys are obviously we're very physical as young young kids and we get thrown around and we hit our heads no. so we're all off the hook yeah we're totally off the hook. The dog this, thing i said hit my head this guy seems cool he seems awesome <laughs> you seem like unreasonable no i'm just kidding i think no. you need to use this as an opportunity it's almost like a meditation mm-hmm. and when he starts talking mm-hmm. do your breathing just do deep breaths you can do that once that breathing that we did that was like 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 three in and then hold it for two and then three oh, out yeah. You know, and just like do it when he's talking and you don't have to smile. Just look at him how you're looking at me right now, but never mean. <laughs> right. You know, Flat. and do your job yeah. and, you know, and and keep keep applying and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Try to get out of there. Yeah. And keep keep applying. I think that's the secret. You'll find yeah. something. Yeah. You're awesome. You'll get a good job that is just as good. Or, or you listen. Or maybe you, you'll write the, the next Workaholics. Right. Maybe so. Yeah. Start working on that. <laughs> And maybe he could star in it because he seems really funny and awesome to me, honestly. <laughs> Actually, I would I would love to star in that. Oh, I, yeah, also star in it, but maybe he could be like a co-star. That'd be great. Or a writer on the show. I'm looking for something. This guy well, seems clever. What I actually want to do is write comedy, so I'm down. Oh, that's why you hate well, him so much. Well, then this is a gift. Right. That's why you hate him. 
You hate him because he's like kind of like in your zone and yeah. bad at it. I get it. Anyway, good luck to you. <laughs> and good luck to you with your comedy career. And good luck to you with your mouse career. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, calling. Later. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. I think Natasha was right. I think if because she's so bubbly that she's just ripe for he, he a joke teller. It. He loves it. So if it. she just starts going, <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll move good. on. He'll be like, oh, right. He'll find someone else. It's in the like office. a flame that needs oxygen, right? If yeah. there's no oxygen there, he'll be like, oh, she doesn't laugh anymore. And, or he, and her nervous laughter is like just yeah. all oxygen. Oh, yeah. it's like food for him. He's yeah. just like, oh, I love it. Maybe she should start saying, I don't get it. Right. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Four thousand dollars? No. Are you serious? It's four thousand dollars? No. I'm saying four thousand. I don't. I'm not. So you say, what's the joke? Me? No. 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 Like to him, he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's funny. What's the joke though? (laughs) And have him step it out. This is what I'm saying. When someone starts driving you crazy like that, it will only get worse, and she will get fired. Yeah. That is why I'm saying she has to go. Because you're just. I mean, I've been there. You just hate people so much. You know who I don't hate. you i love it this has been great are you gonna tell him that you love him no i'm just saying i'm i'm getting to the zone where we say goodbye it's been real it's been so real do you have anything you want to uh plug or anything coming up or do you want to yeah so uh besides coming here to just see you guys off the soccer field which has been magical (laughs) and uh i'll be more normal when we get back on the soccer field is uh the show i'm doing called inventing anna on netflix cool it's a crazy story about the woman who like Tried to swindle a bunch of people oh, out of millions German? of dollars. Yeah. Fake German person? Yeah. I've been seeing that in my algo. Yeah. And I didn't know you were in no, it. No, people and are saying it's great. It's been, it. it's been tantalizing me. And now, now, now that I know uh, sh- sh- Shamrocks and Shenanigans is in, <laughs> it, in the mix. I'm definitely watching that. Watch Inventing Anna on Netflix. It looks very, very intriguing. It's crazy. Is it awesome? Like oh, that's the so cool. woman who was trying to steal all this money, she lived with the Firefest guy. No, that's amazing. <laughs> so you're just like, oh, is this just a world in Manhattan of like young people running around trying to like take the money from... Oh, that is so cool. I'm yeah. work on, you know what? Me and Natasha, yeah. we're going to watch that tonight. It's and- a Shonda show. And then we're it's fun. We're gonna we're gonna make love to it. Oh boy! Yeah, when you come on screen, I'm gonna scream shamrock and shenanigans. Co- <laughs> when I come on screen, you're gonna come on the screen. <laughs> That's right. We make love through a screen. Right. We're Jewish and we care about that, but the sheet thing is too old fashioned, so we do it through a computer screen. I love it. It's actually beautiful. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you, are you done with your gags? Yeah, I'm done with my gags. Thank you, honey. Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and uh, thank you for having me. You're the man. Thank you. Bye-bye.